Not many leaves left on the trees here in southern New Hampshire. No, right now that it's November, the season's changing. Halloween's behind us. Thanksgiving's coming up. But there's still plenty of fall things to do. Sure. Yeah, pretty soon we'll be holiday baking. Mm, got a favorite pie? Pumpkin, hands down. Okay. Then maybe Boston cream pie and then cheesecake, if that counts as a pie, right? <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> but I'm totally with you on the pumpkin pie. For me, it's a tie between apple pie and pumpkin pie. Mm. And pumpkins, that's the reason we're driving up Route 31 just south of Greenfield, New Hampshire today. Well, there's plenty of farm fields around us now. Is there a pumpkin patch nearby? Well, there could be, but that's not quite why we're here. We're searching for a place where pumpkins came to die in a truly spectacular way. (laughs) We're searching for where large groups of people watched as some local farmers went medieval on some helpless pumpkins. Grab your suit of armor, Ray. We're in Greenfield, New Hampshire to go pumpkin chunkin'. Hi, I'm Jeff Belanger, and welcome to episode 323 of the New England Legends podcast. And I'm Ray Osher. Thanks for joining us on our mission to chronicle every legend in New England one story at a time. We love all things weird, haunted, monstrous, and out of this world. And we love when you tell a friend or two about our show and when you post a review. That's how our audience grows and how we get new story leads. Also, the free New England Legends app is back for both Android and iPhone. Yes. Thank you, Lauren Middleton, who developed the app for us. You can get access to all of our episodes, plus an interactive map to help you see each of these stories for yourself. Download it today for free in your app store. All right, we're going to go looking for some medieval pumpkins right after this word from our sponsor. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan... I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores, passing those sweet, sweet savings directly to you, my darklings. It has been such a good change for me. I've saved so much money in switching over to Mint Mobile with all of my family and so many people bleeding me dry... I was so happy to find some relief, and Mint Mobile has been that relief valve. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. So say bye-bye to overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages, and say hello to relief. Thank you, Mint Mobile, to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash p60. That's mintmobile.com slash p60. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash p60. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, Jeff, I'm still trying to get my head around farmers going medieval on some pumpkins. What are we looking for? <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. This is a strange one that combines medieval technology, Yankee ingenuity, and a healthy dose of humor with an epic roadside oddity. Okay, so uh, we just passed New Boston Road, so we're going to pull over just up there on the right, just off the shoulder. Okay, there's some room for a car over here. 
Well, I could see a no trespassing sign. Right. And just ahead on this dirt road, I, I see a wrought iron gate and some rusted castle-like structures on either side of the gate. This is the spot, Ray. And if you look just over there, you can see what we came here looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a strange-looking contraption. Uh, it's got a frame like an upside-down V. It sits on four large metal wheels, and it's got a tall metal spire at the top that looks like it's at least 50 or 60 feet tall. Oh, and at the bottom is a large kind of basket. Yeah, that is a trebuchet. It's a specific type of catapult. Okay, looking it up. The almighty internet says the trebuchet is a war machine invented during the Middle Ages around 1400 AD. It was designed to throw heavy stones against walls and enemy armies. It's tall, incredibly heavy, and requires hundreds of strong men to move it into a firing position. Okay, so it's like a catapult, right? but it uses counterweights to throw whatever is in the basket long distances. Exactly. So that trebuchet over there was designed for throwing vegetables. <laughs> and it did its job so well, it's a world record holder. <laughs> really? Yeah. Now to see it in action, let's head back to the year 2004 and observe. It's the summer of 2004 here in Greenfield, New Hampshire. Leave Get Out by JoJo is the number one song on the charts. The economy is doing well, but still, people are always looking for a distraction. And so is Steve Seegers. He and his family own and run the Yankee Farmer. It's a farm stand and nursery here in Greenfield. He's always looking for ways to draw in more customers. So one day, he's watching a PBS special on old medieval weapons, specifically trebuchets. Now, though Steve isn't an engineer, he's handy. He thinks it could be fun to build something like that, so... He gets to work. And pretty soon, the idea catches on with his family and his neighbors. In the coming weeks and months, Steve studies the design. He gathers materials, mostly steel, and construction continues. He adds four giant metal wheels to roll this medieval weapon. The machine itself is 10 feet tall and weighs 26 tons. Wow. The throwing arm is over 60 feet tall, and the counterweight basket is filled with 10 tons of rocks. When the machine is finished, Steve christens it Yankee Siege. Oh, that's a great name. It is. It's now October of 2005, and his farm stand has quite the roadside attraction. In an empty field across the road from his farm, Steve plans to launch, well, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of stuff? Well, if you get a machine that can launch anything, why limit yourself? (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. Couches, TV sets, a refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) Anything is fair game if it fits in the launching basket. But there's one projectile that gets the most traction. Pumpkins? Pumpkins. Mm -hmm. So this roadside attraction is a hit. Dozens, then hundreds flock to this empty field to witness the display and the launch. Let's watch. Okay, the trebuchet is loaded. They've got some ropes and pulleys to lock down the basket into place. We're standing maybe 100 feet away with a crowd as one of the staff is getting ready to pull the rope. Whoa! (laughs) Amazing! Incredible! Wow. Okay, so there's a castle-looking structure way on the other side of the field, and that pumpkin was launched over 100 feet high, and it made a distance of over 1,200 feet. That's almost a quarter mile. As word spreads, people are stopping by from miles around to see Yankee Siege do its thing. And business for the farm stand, well, 
business is booming. Of course. There isn't much else around here. So people see the launch. They buy something from the stand. It's a business plan as old as time. Give people a reason to come by, and they'll likely buy something. So the Yankee Siege has been launching pumpkins for a few years now when Steve Seegers catches wind that other people around the country are also launching pumpkins. <laughs> this is a thing. <laughs> in fact, there's an annual pumpkin launching competition in Delaware. So from here, we're going to jump ahead to November of 2009. It's the Pumpkin Chunkin' World Championship. <laughs> the Science Channel's covering the event, and folks in Greenfield know that they need to haul this beast of a machine down to Delaware. There's a world record that needs breaking. So the Seegers haul Yankee Siege down to Delaware and reassemble their imposing machine that towers above the other entries. Finally, it's their turn to launch. The nine-pound pumpkin is loaded in. Whoa, oh, look at that go. Man. Wow. Whoa. So, okay, so by the time the pumpkin lands... It's 2,034 feet away, wow. a new world record, and more than a third of a mile. <laughs> no one else in the competition even comes close. And frankly, the other trubuchets look like toys compared to the Yankee Siege. With the competition won, Yankee Siege is loaded back home for Greenfield, New Hampshire, where it goes back to work, launching Granite State Pumpkins. And that brings us back to today. Yankee Siege brought in visitors for about a decade and a half. There were regular demonstrations on the weekends in October, but the Troubachet was shut down for good in June of 2019. Steve Seegers retired, and the farm moved on. So today, Yankee Siege sits there rusting behind those castle gates. You can only view it from the side of the road, but there was a time when it launched pumpkins a quarter of a mile away. A roadside oddity built by a farmer who took his attraction to a worldwide level. I mean... If you're going to build a trebuchet, why not build it bigger and better than all the rest? Those pumpkins never stood a chance. And that brings us to After the Legend, where we take a long look at this week's story and sometimes misfire. Ah, so After the Legend is brought to you by our Patreon patrons. Our patrons are the best. They support us in everything that we do, each and every story, and they help make New England Legends even bigger and better. They help with our hosting, production, marketing, and travel costs. Couldn't do this without them. It's only three bucks a month, and for that, you get early access to new episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. Just head over to patreon.com slash New England Legends to sign up. And if you want to see some pictures and a YouTube video to watch the Yankee Siege in action, click on the link in the episode description or head to our website and click on episode 323. This is fun. I've seen these before. I didn't realize yep. that they originated here in New England, but why not? Well, I mean, the uh, medieval Europe is well, of yeah, course, yeah, yes. But launching, but the launching of the pumpkins, pumpkins, great. The world record, the competitions, yeah, love that. You see them uh, on uh, ESPN, the Ocho, a lot. <laughs> right, right, right. A <laughs> whole day of it. <laughs> these, these weird things, but but what? A, I mean, it's just physics, right? So a catapult, and, and I learned a lot, right? <laughs> so a catapult just uses the tension of the rope, sure, to pull something back and then launch it. Yeah. But the trebuchet is is more physics. It's like you know, it's it's like a sling, yeah. you know, where the weight throws the the other thing, and uh, uh, really impressive. Like, go watch this YouTube video that we posted to our website. It's, yeah, it's wild. Right? You got to stay clear of this thing. It's not accurate. Even a catapult, <laughs> right? But it, just the way it swings is yeah. dangerous, and it could break apart at any time, right? And with all that weight 
yeah. distributing in all these different directions. Tons. You gotta you gotta move. Yeah. You gotta stand clear. Literally tons. I'm surprised there's not a, like a bunker that comes with this thing <laughs> that you could have to hide behind. <laughs> well, they they had hundreds of people that would come see this thing on weekends, and yeah. uh, and then I love the castle. So yeah, the old ones, the new ones, they're not terribly accurate, right? Because the the missile, whatever that is, whether a pumpkin or rocks or whatever, yeah, they're not exactly aerodynamic. So they go where they go, right? And I mean, I guess if you just have a field of just thousands of soldiers, you don't care so much. Just <laughs> right, you're gonna hit somebody. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get something. You're gonna do some damage, but. Um, but what a what a machine that um, and th- and then I love that someone was just watching TV. And he's like, I could build that, but I'm gonna go big. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. And when and when you see the the photo, we should we'll post this as well. There's a photo from the Delaware World Championship where you see, I mean, probably like a, a, a line of fifteen or twenty trebuchets. Mm. Yankee Siege is four times larger, five times larger than the next biggest. They're all just these little wooden things. Yeah. And then you've got Yankee Siege. It's not even, forget it. I well, mean, if you've never seen Yankee Siege, what would make you think to make one so big? Well, you know it, what I mean? Like, I'm sure they thought theirs were big. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they were, well, like the physics, right? So, uh, physics says if, if i have like a 10 foot arm yeah yeah uh, it's only going to get so much yeah, the wider the better right yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to go longer you're going to need bigger and bigger you know but without seeing yankee siege they thought they had the record set like They're we like, got this high-fiving <laughs> each other walking in with their their 12 foot right? trebuchet They're like, and then oh. they hear a, a tractor trailer come down the road <laughs> right? like there's got to be some entry music right like, dun, right? Dun, <laughs> like dun, wwf dun. or something yeah right and then you look over you're like uh, where there's no way we're winning this. <laughs> like, why launch? Yeah. Like, that trebuchet could launch our trebuchet, like, probably a quarter mile, yeah. right? All in good fun, though. Absolutely. Um, but I love that that people uh, take the time to build these things. And it became a roadside attraction. Yeah, which we love talking about. We love that stuff, right? Someone put up something weird, and it helped their business. And, mm. I mean, you know, like, when you go apple picking in the fall, there's the hayride. There's oh, yeah. The, it's all a thing. Yeah, you need that. It's yeah. not just about the apple picking. No. You need the cider. Yep. You need the donuts. Yep, and you need that hayride. The hay, you didn't. Did you apple pick if you didn't hayride? No, you didn't. Why would you just go apple picking? I know. If you go there and just get the bag and come home with apples, you didn't really pick apples, right? And I want yeah. to get my picture uh, taken with the hole cut out of the <laughs> farmer, right? You know, like poking yeah. at a at, at a squirrel or something, right? And you're yeah. in the tree. And I'm in the head. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the tree, and like there's a bear in the bottom, mm-hmm. and I stick my head in. It looks like I'm in peril. Would would Instagram uh, survive yeah, if you I don't, don't post so. it? No, no, it just shut down. So if they don't have that attraction, then I'm right. not going. Right. And so you're like, hey, let's go to a farm stand this weekend. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll get some fresh fresh veggies or something for, mm. for cooking. And that sounds really good. And I'm like, where do we go? Well, there's one where they launch pumpkins <laughs> like a quarter of a mile. Yeah. Let's go to that one. <laughs> do you think a daredevil has attempted to sit in one of these? Oh, and now that I've never seen, Ray, I've what, seen many of these videos. What seed did you just plant? I know, right? <laughs> Someone's listening going, huh. It seems like a, uh, the show Jackass, like something they would do. Right. And that would be the end of the episode. I mean, you wouldn't survive. No, and you have to have the right amount of weight too. So it's all science because right. if there's not enough weight, you're just going to get smashed into the ground. If right? It can, if it can launch a, a refrigerator hundreds of feet, yeah, it could launch you hundreds of feet. And it, where it are you going to land? But what if there's no, if there's not enough weight, right? So you you go up, you you don't really leave the catapult area, right? You just smack down right on the ground. Oh, I would think there has to be some weight. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a scientist. No, or a mathematician. We shouldn't do this. <laughs> this is a bad idea. You like how I was trying to plan that out? <laughs> let's let's edit this out. I don't want anyone. Don't listening. try this at home. No, don't try it anywhere. My God. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, don't go to your neighbor's field and do it either. Look, not at home and not at your neighbor's house. And I think one of the reasons that you've never seen someone do it is because, as anyone who's ever built or, or studied trebuchets will tell you, they're not accurate. If you, right. if you want to put like a, a bullseye out there in the field, it's possible. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you could hit it. I mean, it's theoretically I'm possible. sure they've tried to do that. I'm sure. That could be part of the contest, too. How close can you get to the target? Right. So if you've launched a human that had to land and say, a net, <laughs> that net better be pretty wide. Isn't right? that the same with a cannon, though? We've seen uh, people shot out of cannons, sure. and they usually land in the net. Well, cannons are more accurate. Are they? Well, yeah. I guess. I mean, that's why they've Back stopped. then, though, with a gunpowder, how much would you really... I mean, it's. I guess you'd have to spend a whole war trying to figure out the right amount. And they did. Yeah, I had two handfuls in this one, and it went over the castle. You learned. So we're going to do one handful this time of gunpowder. It's amazing the weapons that we've developed over the centuries, over the millennia, to kill each other. Right. You know, and... uh, And Like the sharp pointy thing wasn't enough. Right. It wasn't enough. They had to do something that went bang. Yeah. And then even that wasn't enough. No. Now it's got to split atoms. <laughs> right? right? It's got to send you back in time or something. <laughs> it's got to like literally. Freeze you. Yeah, turn, turn your, your land to glass. And, right. Uh, and, and vaporize everybody. We're just never happy with our weapons. We're ne- it's no. never enough. What's what's enough? Never. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And they're, they're still developing more. Yeah. But. Uh, well, somebody's home. Oh, good. <laughs> dog. The dog. The dog. But, uh, but yeah. So anyway, if uh, you've got a world record to set, why not build yourself a trebuchet? Love that. If you've got a story you think we should check out, please reach out to us anytime through our website. Most of our story leads come from you, so please do speak up. Don't assume we've heard every story. Our website is also the place where you can find links to buy Jeff's latest book, The Fright Before Christmas, the 2024 Haunted New England Calendar, and see dates for Jeff's story tour, and to see my band, The Pub Kings. Also, be sure to download our New England Legends app for your smartphone and subscribe to share our episodes. We count on you to grow. We'd like to thank our sponsors. Thank you to our Patreon patrons. And our theme music is by John Judd. Until next time, remember, the bazaar is closer than you think.